Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Hi, I'm Buzz Dixon. If you're listening to this, send help! <laughs> They'll stay till the fight's won. G.I. Joe will dare. G.I. Joe. International heroes. G.I. Joe. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast. Talking series two, G.I. Joe. This is Knowing is Half the Podcast, and you are blessed to be here for Operation Dragonfire, day four. Talking about G.I. Joe season two. What? Talking about crazy cool medallions. Is it is that a is that a song or are you just <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what the original property is. is? I think it's yeah. um yeah, we're talking it up on the Barry Gibb talk show. <laughs> I see. Okay. It took me a second, though, to realize what I was doing, so I was unclear. Uh, I am Ray Stacanus. I am Robert Clark Chan. I'm Gina Ippolito. Thanks, Gina Ippolito. (laughs) Dear Lord, we're off to a great start already. (laughs) Guys, I mean, we've already done three of these Operation Dragonfire episodes. I would like to say right now, part four, the best one yet. Really? I really... Disagree. Well, here's the deal. It's not a great episode. <laughs> yeah. None of these are or will be. But I think as far as important things that happened, because here in this episode, we get um, Serpentor goes away. We get rid of Serpentor as a character. We Forever? Had, I probably, uh, yeah. Spoiler alert, what? I'm assuming. I don't know. Oh. I haven't watched series two in a long time, no, if ever. No, there were too many, too many double crosses and triple crosses in this, and I started to lose track of what the hell was happening. Well, I think they wanted to bring back Cobra Commander, and they wanted to get rid of Serpentor. Uh, maybe somebody talked to Buzz Dixon about that or something. Or they're like, oh, we can get Chris Lotta, yeah. so we might as well, because he is such an iconic voice. Well, which all- also, someone just told us that he was on an episode of Married with Children, which I watched yes. religiously when I was a kid. Well, he was and probably a very small part on in Sundays. one episode, so I mean, yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure I would remember him, but I have yet to look it up. Yeah. I want to look it up and figure out which episode uh, it was, because I guarantee you I remember he it. He was on at least a half dozen shows, like NYPD Blue, I think he did an episode of. Like, he did all these shows that I watched back in the day that I didn't know really? what he looked but like, NYPD and he didn't Blue do the Cobra Commander old, voice. Right? It's early 90s. What year is it? I don't know anymore. Where am I and how did I get here? <laughs> how long have we been doing this podcast? Oh, crap. crap. Uh, <laughs> you're not going like, to no, no, you're not going to like the answer. <laughs> uh, you see that? You see that? Uh, that photograph up on the wall from the Overlook Hotel? You see how you're in there and it says like 1935? I've been. Oh, my 
my god! Yeah. I've always, I've always been podcasting. And yep. you see right next to you that shipwreck. Shipwreck is right next to you in the picture. I'm telling you, we're gonna be at the nursing home. Egon's <laughs> gonna come to visit. Luna's gonna come to visit. My 21 year old boyfriend is gonna come to visit. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> no, nope, this is tracking so far. <laughs> and we'll just be sitting at the same table talking shit about each other. Yeah, yeah. To each other, doing a podcast, and they're gonna <laughs> be like, podcast. "Oh God, you guys, you're 80 years old." Stop doing this podcast. <laughs> no, 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 no. Luna's gonna say that. And he guys gonna be. Like, just, they're happy. Just, <laughs> just let them be. Forget it, Luna. It's podcast town. <laughs> uh, this is day four of Operation Dragonfire, and and there's lots of neat things to happen. Let's start with Sergeant Slaughter doing the recap of the episode because. I really feel like this is the first time he's ever read this copy, and that's the one they went with, yep. and he was judging it as he was reading it. Yeah. And uh, the editors did not care. Nobody yeah. cared. <laughs> I mean, can, can, good old wrote... one take Sergeant Slaughter, right? Okay, go. Done? Okay, let's move on. We're just going to throw that in there. Not even, we're, <laughs> no, we're not going to listen to it again. We're fine. Uh, the just part, chuck it into the... The part that made me super laugh is when he comes across the term ape warriors, and it's clear he has no idea. Wait, is that really a thing in this episode? Can <laughs> you... Over, Commander, as you did to create an army of ape warriors. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> like he doesn't even know what's yeah, happening yeah, yeah. anymore. No, he... he's they've seen the words for the first time. Yes. Yeah. He's like ape warrior. <laughs> Did I get that right? Ape... Maybe that's what they cut. Ape warriors? Are you sure that that's because it doesn't sound normal? Yeah. That... yeah. Okay. Sorry. Well, I guess I said it already. So just use that. I like the idea that he also like has not seen the previous episodes mm-hmm. does not remember the previous oh, no. episodes no, no, no. yeah Serge we just recorded yeah. episode 3 <laughs> and there were ape warriors and yeah. you said it many times do not remember also I <laughs> realized during this recap that this is probably how Planet of the Apes happened Guaranteed, yes. Because this they like, watched this episode of G.I. Joe. <laughs> yeah. and like we should do. This. Yeah, from we should, 1989. We to, yeah, and they went back in time to the 60s mm-hmm. to yeah. create Planet of the Apes. They were like, "You humans have had this Earth for way too long. If you're creating this, it's time to give us a shot." <laughs> you know, Charlton Heston's up in space. We can make this happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the episode begins right as the last episode left off. It's just weird because. Am I wrong? At the end of episode three, they defeated the apes. They created that giant wall in between them. We didn't no. defeat them. They slowed them down, yeah, Ray. They were still you coming. can't defeat giant apes. <laughs> you cannot defeat giant apes. <laughs> Only time can do that. <laughs> um, but no, but they brought down the ceiling and created like a giant wall of rubble. Right. And then one second into this episode, the apes are like, okay, we're past that giant yeah, wall of rubble. Because yeah. they're strong. Yeah, rubble can't. That's what keep, ape warriors are. Rubble oh. can't keep a good ape down. Is that what they. Is that what. Ape Warriors is all about. Um, also, uh, are these monkeys or are they apes? I struggle. with this. I think this. they're monkeys. Do they have tails, though? They I, do. Do they have tails when I, they're giant? I, they have tails when they're little uh, monkeys. Yeah. But I think they I'm... lose them. They become gorillas. Okay. I, mm, yeah, but, I guess. But I don't know. How, how do they turn back into monkeys? Look, I this is what I'm struggling they with. run out of dragon fire juice. Oh, mm. so like it wears off. So then why? So so because I was like, oh, shit, is Cobra Commander yes. going to wear off? And here's the deal. Somehow, no. <laughs> I don't. And he only got half a procedure. <laughs> I'm very unclear. Is yeah. the science. Chan, maybe you can help us out with the science behind the uh, The science is he puts fire. on uh, that fucking uh, what looks like a T-shirt, turns into power armor in between. <laughs> A okay. copperhead holding okay. it and then put it on. 
Chad <laughs> and and then we look at him, and for some reason his eyes, his are, eyes normal are normal human. Normal human eyes. And then you can't see the rest, and so like, uh, okay. And they're also like white skin, not mm. green skin. Mm. Guys, here's the deal: we are jumping way ahead. Uh-huh. Wait, I have a lot of thoughts on all of this. <laughs> Wait, I will I will use science to explain why the monkeys turned back Ooh, and why and why the apes and why uh, Cobra Commander did not. Okay. Uh, I think it's it's rogue rules. Rogue rules, okay. Because sometimes, like you sometimes know, usually, with the real world. usually, yeah, yeah, real world rogue, rogue rules. <laughs> uh, uh, because sometimes, normally, she touches someone, only keeps their powers for a small period of time. Sure, but at some point, she touched Ms. Marvel. And that's how she can like fly and crap. That, like that rogue. I was like, Jesus, I used to, just like someone who's going off the think? reservation. Uh, no, maybe she's talking about the games, like rogue like games. Rogue Warrior. Rogue um, One. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then finally, Ms. <laughs> then she starts, X-Men. Then Gina starts saying Ms. Marvel. I'm like, the fuck is going <laughs> Oh, Rogue from the X-Men. Holy shit. Yes, I know of no other people is... named Rogue in this world. <laughs> you need to get out more. I listed Clearly. like four other situations where Rogue might be a term that was And none of them were appropriate. Her context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, know. I was just talking about a charming man who sleeps around a lot. Yes. Oh, uh, what a Rogue. No, but she, she because she drained, she sucked too much. And yeah, so she kept it permanently. Mm-hmm. And then other times. So, so maybe Cobra Commander sucks too much. That's my yeah, science. That's or the science. correct amount. And then he sort of half-assed it with the monkeys. And the monkeys are like, okay. Yeah, but then yeah. they also made the point, well, we'll get there with Serpentor. But they said he's going to change back into a human again. Yeah, that's true. But Or also- maybe that's his natural state. So it's easier for him to stay there. Whereas the monkeys, their natural state is a tiny monkey. Oh. Well, here, here's the thing. I want to follow one of these monkeys as it now goes back to its like monkey wife and monkey kids. Mm-hmm. And is like... Because now that it has the knowledge, yeah. it can never it can never integrate again. Yeah, this is straight up flowers for Algernon. Yeah, situation. it's a flowers for Algernon crap, and yeah. and that monkey is going to go back to his monkey wife, and she's going to be like presenting her butt to him, and he's going to be like, <sighs> "Can we like? Can I just hold you? Can yeah, we look yeah. each other in the face when yeah. we do this? I need to tell it's you like, about- what is that." crazy ass yeah. bullshit i need to tell you about my day and she's <laughs> like you feed me bananas and you throw poop at me and do me in the butt and that is our relationship <laughs> and that is it i mean here's sir. the deal. sounds like a pretty good relationship to but me. i want I this i want this spinoff show the the apes who go back to their their home and- <laughs> <laughs> next up after gi joe series two the apes transformed back we follow one and he denies sex. <laughs> Stay so, tuned. Hold on. Wait, so, so you get smarter, you stop wanting to have sex. Is that, that is, <laughs> that is a thousand times correct. Mm. Yes. Mm. You want to know? You want to know why all the people that have their lives together have like one kid, <laughs> and the ones who are a complete train wreck mess have fifteen children. Wait. So then I'm the smartest one here because I have no kids. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I, I, mean, believe, I don't think anyone I believe, would ever dispute I that. I believe there was a Seinfeld episode about that where George stops having sex and gets super smart. And but Elaine, it works the opposite on women in the episode. Elaine stops having sex and she like starts clapping at like spinny things on the street. <laughs> and then she's like, "I need, I need to have sex. I'm so dumb." Uh, real quick, yeah. 
That is the cheapest music <laughs> I've ever heard in my entire life. Did they just bring an organ grinder into the studio? It's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> the <laughs> cheapest friggin' synthesizers to make it pseudo-orchestral sound. And it's someone's just... kid did that. Like, someone's, like, 16-year-old kid that was like, you want some music, Dad? I'll make you some music. <laughs> I just, it's almost like Deke didn't put a lot of money behind this. Weird. You yeah. can tell during the animation, too, there's one sequence where the two of them are running in the beginning, and it's just the background moving behind them while they do like three panels of motion. Is that and, not how running works? Uh, well, I in usually this just, cartoon it is. When I hike, I just stand there and move my arms. <laughs> and I'm like, well, good workout. Uh, to be fair, I have for snacks. I have been a background <laughs> treadmill performer before, so that is good. That is good living. So, yeah. Uh, that is what running is all about. <laughs> I take it all back now. Yeah, it was uh, it was mostly embarrassing. Um, how about how do we feel about Mutt's uh, dog whistle device that he uses to like? Did you see incapacitate this? the monkeys? Yeah, yeah. Is that seems, weird? Seems mean. It seemed a little bit mean. It because stops I the feel apes. like he he tested it on junkyard at some point. And I do not Several like times. it. I am not on board. Several times. Yeah. Um, also, they're destroying the forests again. <laughs> they don't stop destroying the forests in this. Like, I feel like, I feel like. To be fair, this is Naga Hyde's fault. That's mostly. true, but I do feel like either GI Joe or Cobra are, are responsible for all of the deforestation in the world. Oh, guaranteed. And any any national uh, relics that have been destroyed is yeah. clearly GI Joe. They're the ones that are like going to the national parks during the shutdown and crapping everywhere. Yeah. Chopping down the uh, Joshua trees. Yeah, yeah. Well, they got to get the bridge layer in there, Chan. I mean, it's not <laughs> yeah. just going to fit naturally. Yeah, that makes you know. sense. Uh, so, okay, they chase the Joes who are trying to escape this temple now. They have some planes set up ahead of time, and uh, the apes now all of a sudden start turning back into monkeys, and they say this is a plot point now that we've never mentioned up to this point. All these apes are going to change back, so you got to, like, make more? Like, they're Doritos? Wait, what? You, what? How do you, do you think Doritos, Doritos work? <laughs> the Jay Leno commercials. Crunch all you want. We'll make more from the 90s. No? Oh, okay. All right. Are we not all on the that, same page uh, here? I, I, I did not uh, get that, that very X-Men? specific reference. Yeah, Jay Leno was one of the X-Men. Are we talking, uh, about, are we talking of not... about Rogue? If Rogue touches <laughs> a Dorito, does she get Dorito powers? Oh, man. Oh, she gets orange. Yeah, she absorbs all the Cheeto dust. And, and I know, dust. Chan, you're thinking of like six other Jay Lenos from popular culture. I'm talking yeah. about the Tonight Show host. Uh-huh. Uh, just go ahead and put that up front for uh, you. Uh-huh. Yeah. James Corden? Thank you. <laughs> Who hosts The Tonight Show now? Jimmy Fallon hosts The Tonight Show oh, now. Oh, he who shall not be hack. named. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Um, okay, now we get this great moment here because Naga Hyde at the very beginning of this scene is on the roof of the temple and he sees the Joe's airplanes, right? So at the very beginning of this scene, he grabs a rope and says, I'm going to swing down to those planes somehow i don't really this is like spider-man physics i'm not really sure how it's a zip line and he's he jumps at which point we have um mutt uh, does the dog whistle thing stops the apes uh joes have a giant chase and action scene then we have a whole scene about the apes turning back into monkeys three scenes later (laughs) nagahide lands at the strip he was in the air that entire time yo i don't know if you've ever done a zip line like sure. they have them over football fields and forests and it can last a long time. I guess what I'm saying is it feels like two novels happened in the time when he <laughs> started the jump and finally landed. My my logic question is didn't one of the Joes at some point say, "Hey, incapacitate all of our de- all of our like uh driving devices, what are they called?" But 
Deactivate our vehicles. Those Cobras can't use them after we're gone. Yeah, they have they have like ground uh, vehicles. Yeah, I think they just deactivate like those little. Oh. Because oh. they need the planes to escape, but right. they don't want to be chased by their own vehicles. Seems like it would have been just smart to deactivate everything until you're actually in it. I mean, well, I mean, he, yes. when he says deactivate, he deactivate and they like explode. So, okay. like, it's. Okay. Sergeant Slaughter doesn't know how to use an off button. Yeah. <laughs> he punches things into submission. I want that radio to stop out the window. I mean, that's just how Sarge thinks. You know? I mean, if they had, who's the who's the ninja? Snake eyes. Snake eyes. If they had yeah. snake eyes, he could do that thing where he uh, like presses certain points on metal vehicles oh, and then they fall, fall, fall apart. Yeah, a ninja is oh, a weapon. Storm shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's did we w- did we ever answer this question? Uh, is, does snake eyes show up in Deke episodes? And if not, why? Here's the deal: we haven't seen him so far. I'm going to assume that he will show up as a background character, mainly because. They're Deke, and they won't have to voice that character. Well, Spirit's in the next episode. Spirit is in this is episode. He? I saw a Native American. I don't know that I oh, saw Spirit. That was Spirit. No, no, he he gives, like, on the next time on, he's like, my people. But he appears in this episode, I believe. I think just in the background, but yeah, he, yeah. it seems like he's in the next one a lot. Yeah. So maybe they're going to bring him back. Hmm. We shall see. Only to dump him for uh, five totally new Joes for Gina to learn. My no. note at the end of this was, oh, no, Native Americans. Oh, yeah, <laughs> because, that was spirit. Uh, okay, well, I'll take your word for it. I think. I think it was, too. Um, so uh, uh, Nagahide gets to the Conquest jet fighters before the Joes can get there because he used the magic rope. And he gets in the cockpit and starts shooting the missiles. And I don't know how many missiles these things have, but apparently it's nine billion because he is shooting missile after missile after missile, each one hitting a tree, each one bringing down the entire forest. Yeah, they're tree-seeking missiles, didn't you? Oh, 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 yeah, okay. <laughs> it's high-tech shit. And magically, one of the trees falls directly in between the handcuffs that Low Light has got Scoop uh, hooked up to. Yes. What's amazing is those those handcuffs look like they're uh, only about maybe a foot uh, they're you know, at least wide. six, seven feet long. And here is a six-foot tree that falls in between them, and they thankfully are still connected. But um, uh, the tree uh, completely blocks them, and they are in basically two separate worlds at this point who cannot interact with each and other And can't anymore. hear each other? Cannot hear each other, nope. cannot see. They're both still very much attached to the handcuffs to each other because they make a point to say, we can't get away yeah. from this tree. Boy, I guess we're stuck here. Also, again, I feel like it is ill-advised to handcuff yourself to someone while you're trying to run away. I yes. get that they didn't want him to escape, or Lowlight didn't want him to escape because he's planning on putting him in an ice bath and slowly taking out all of his organs. That is correct. He's going to uh, wake up with just a thing written being like, you know, check your kidneys, written in lipstick on his chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, um, the person making that decision is a psychopath. Yes. So you can't expect, like, uh, common sense. No. Uh, not at all. And so Scoop here, uh, Stalker sees Scoop, and and, and Stalker, I uh, bless Stalker, as the original character, he was kind of a badass. Here he's just like dope central. Yeah. Because he just walks up and is like, Scoop, I heard you're a traitor, but you're not really, right? Like, what is he supposed to say? Actually, actually, Stalker, I am a traitor. You should probably murder me. Also, like, <laughs> damn, Scoop saved him before he saved Lo. I mean, uh. Stalker saved Scoop before he saved Lowlight. Here's the thing: Stalker didn't even know that Lowlight was there. There's that tree <laughs> in the way. There's no way. For yeah, him to yeah. I, and to be fair, do you want to be the one to wake Lowlight up after he's been knocked out? 
I mean, I wouldn't want to be the first one to touch him. Yeah, I'll that's put that true. out there. Uh, yeah, he goes up to him and is like, "You traitor!" He's like, "No, you gotta believe me." And Stalker says, "I've seen you in action, kid, and I do believe you." He has seen him in action. <laughs> He's seen him uh, basically sell him, sell Stalker out to uh, Alley Viper. Yes, he he, he witnessed a fifteen-minute conversation mm-hmm. while hiding behind a rock. We, His first-hand interaction was that he is a traitor. Yeah, and and of course, uh, the man that's lying a foot away hears none of this. None of this. No, it's too it's loud. It's a big tree. Big <laughs> tree. Very big tree. Big soundproof tree. <laughs> yeah. And so Scoop says, well, the, I, I can't go back to G.I. Joe because I'll be court-martialed. Cobra doesn't know I've been outed, so I'm going to go back to Cobra and be a triple agent. Yeah, ah. and then and then and then this is where it starts to get confusing because then low light is also doing stuff, and yeah. I don't, I can't tell well, the difference between the vipers, oh. alley viper, night viper, so copperhead. Low light uh, stalker then runs half mile around the entire tree and gets low. Well, no, hold on. Before yes. that, yes, like um, Scoop says, I'm gonna go back, and stalker is, says, well. That's what you've decided. Good luck. <laughs> That's not how the military works. You don't just say like, "Well, you've made your personal decision. Go ahead with your with this new operation that may fly in the face of everything we're trying to do here." To be fair, I'm pretty sure the military also doesn't work like, "Hey, reporter." Uh, you're one of us now. Yeah, that's it true. Is, they are a special mission force, so they don't operate by standard military rules. They should operate by any rules at all. It would be helpful. I mean, this is, to be fair, this is the least offensive thing about this storytelling to me, because this tracks from episode one of G.I. Joe. <laughs> Do we not remember every quick kick? Yeah. Dusty, shipwreck. There they is, just there, showed there up. A, that blonde singer at some point, Satin. too? Satin. Like, all of these people basically joined G.I. Joe. Quick kick almost got his girlfriend in G.I. Joe, and she was a <laughs> traitor. By the way, I want to see Stalker when he like walks in on his wife having an affair on him. Well, if that's the choice you've decided to make, I stand by it. Yeah, like he is the he is the worst pushover. Scoop doesn't explain at all what his plan is. He's just like, I gotta go back, and he's like, he like because I would be like, wait, like go back because you're you were just lying to me and you're actually like a cobra. But instead, he's like, all right. Uh, I mean, I mean, I can't. You, you stop know, you. I'm going to be court-martialed for releasing a traitor, and but cool, you go do you. Yeah, here's the thing: if Stalker can see into someone's heart and know <laughs> that they're a good person, la la la, whatever, uh, go ahead and establish that. Then he probably should have known he was a traitor in the first place. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So maybe he doesn't have a real great sense of this sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Also, his nickname is Stalker. Yeah. I'm only a highly Oh, yeah. Trained. He's definitely some dude who has done <laughs> some creepy me- shit well, to women. Yeah. Messaging women uh, constantly on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter. That's what kills me is he's basically like, well, I'm only a highly trained military killer. I can't stop you. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah. what? Uh, yeah. You're saying you made a decision. Oh, well, in that case, well, then, by all means, all right. sir. Uh, and Lowlight decides once he gets up, like, I'm going after Scoop. And Stalker's like, well, that's your also decision. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. can try to help you, but I'm not going to. He's made his choice. Just like Scoop made his. Yep. That, that, again, Sergeant <laughs> Slaughter, that's not you're in charge of them. You should say, like, well, stop. Hey, why do you guys think we have a 90% abandonment rate in our, in our unit? 
Oh my goodness! This is all a uh, uh, serial uh, season two. <laughs> just, just talking about yeah, Operation yes, Dragonfire. Yes, it's that. What was that guy's name? Bo, Bo Bergdahl. Bergdahl. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> not to be confused with Bo Burnham. Uh, did right. not very different. You did not leave. He stuck with <laughs> he stuck with his unit. <laughs> and they made eighth grade. It was fantastic. <laughs> Um, okay, so we cut back to Scoop now, who's arrived back at the Cobra base. He meets up with Ali Viper, and they do this weird, what was this, like, hand-arm shake thing that they did? I found it fascinating, and I want to start doing it in my own life. Is it like Troy and Abed in the morning? Well, it's like they <laughs> grab each other's arms, but then it's like halfway up their arms, they, like, link elbows while they're going up for it. Oh, uh, like a snake. It's, it's real maybe cool. Maybe it's like a snake oh, thing. Maybe. Uh, I just I saw this it, meme where um, Nick Frost and Simon Pegg uh, back in the day when they didn't have any money, they only had one bed, and they used to sleep um, like head to foot, and then they <laughs> s- like stopped doing that because they kept kicking each other's head. It was like, this is bullshit. Yeah. And so they just like slept like normal, and then they yeah, ended yeah. up snuggling, Aww. and then it just became a thing. We're like, yeah, I mean, like we're not going to fuck, so <laughs> why don't we just like snuggle, and like that's just what they do. And then it just became a thing, and so then comfortable in themselves, and they're like, you know huggy with other people and edgar right now does sort of the same thing it's just like they're just like they don't have the traditional like no homo yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. body language uh, also i didn't it. know it was possible to snuggle without having sex it is i mean wait a minute gina you have cats like, yeah hey, okay also you have had <laughs> you've had boyfriends like you don't <laughs> fuck every night right uh do, After- you do not have to answer that first <laughs> off that is that is a question too far because i think we all know the answer to that question and i don't think we need her to say it out loud or you can nap like or you can yeah, like, be sitting case, on a couch and case, watching TV. I, don't, I don't want any snuggling to happen i want you to give me a five foot berth the bed is mine, you sleep on the floor. I see. See, and this is All what right. I'm getting Fair at. Enough. Everything Fair about enough. that Simon Pegg Edgar Wright story horrifies me. One, the idea of a man's foot being next to my head while I try to sleep already means I would rather kill myself. Well, as they said on Seinfeld, second Seinfeld reference of the episode, uh, head to foot, your crotches are still lined up. Thank you. Can still get it done. Mm-hmm. I also, I would just alternate sleeping on the floor and the bed before I would agree to like share a bed with a dude. Oh, like, Why? Are we about oh this is this oh. is your challenge for 2019, Chan. Get Ray to nap with you and snuggle. <laughs> 2019 mission. No, uh, no quick question. Quick question. Which uh, apparently it was small enough that they were co- close. Could have been a full size. At which point, there's uh, no room for two people on that bed. Uh, would you sleep in a bed with a woman? Oh, shit. Just my wife, of course. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, no, no. I'm saying uh, <laughs> without having sex, would you sleep in a bed with a woman? I uh, plead the fifth. Uh, <laughs> I'll take the Gina defense here. Um, I didn't use that defense. I answered Well, I mine. guess, and here's the deal. Like uh, We have now, because I'm enormous and uh, we have room for it, we have a California king-size bed in our, in our bedroom oh. right now, so that way we barely even see each other when we're sleeping. I love it. I love it. And it's it. the best. I need a California king just for my cats. Thank and, you. And, yeah. and like, because I'm in there, too. But when we shared a queen-size bed, that already is supposedly a two-person bed, and it yes. was wildly uncomfortable. Because I don't know if you guys have seen, I am a giant monster. <laughs> mm-hmm. This checks out. Oh yeah, yeah, we've seen. <laughs> oh, you've noticed. <laughs> I only notice when I see pictures of us standing together, and you have very small Gina, you have relatively <laughs> average height Chan, and then you have gigantic ogre Ray. You guys, you guys hovering above them. Went to the doctor. I have lost an inch. 
Oh, already? Was, yeah. Already? Yeah. You I gotta was, drink more milk, yo. I would, I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> yes, Thanks. This, is, this checks there out. You uh, you I used, fart and grow. I used to be 5'8", which is... They say it's average, but I feel like it's a little bit five short. Five eight is average, but I that's fine. Five ten, I heard five was, ten average. was average. That's all right. Calm down. <laughs> My understanding, guys, is and I don't six three and a half about is about as average as it gets. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> average size of my boyfriend. That's also true. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are, does that mean you want to fuck Ray? Nobody. Nobody wishes no. that. The way you oh, said nobody. that was weird. Nobody no. wishes. It was like, oh, yeah, oh, you're you're no. perfect size for me no. to Delete jump on. What I heard out of that is, boy, I wish I could find taller guys to fuck. <laughs> I hate these average dudes I keep ending up with. That's what I heard. <laughs> I want to be able to kiss his navel without bending over. Thank you. <laughs> Ew, I hate belly buttons, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, it's, it's, this whole thing doesn't I'm full of phobia. I still think that's a fair of Oompa Loompas. G.I. <laughs> Joe will return after these messages. It's the incredible G.I. Joe Mobile Command Center, and it's hunting for Cobra. Three levels of awesome Cobra-chasing, Cobra-fighting power. Level one, armed and ready to attack! Level two, computer system is go! Engine room, we have full power! Level three, missiles loaded, let's go! Prisoner secured. Go, Joe! Let's move out! Nobody beats G.I. Joe, the real American hero! Mobile Command Center comes with driver, other figures and vehicles. Now, back to G.I. Joe. Okay, so we, moving forward, we have the Dragonfire, and we have a, a now apparently like Cobra Commander. He, this Dragonfire can apparently do anything. It's a shield. It's a weapon that can yep. shoot energy. Mm-hmm. It can turn animals into mm-hmm. humans. It is a floor wax and a dessert topping. <laughs> also, where those monks go? They're not concerned about this anymore. Monks. Well, this is a totally no. different temple. They're on a different yeah. continent away. At this but point. you'd think that they would have some sort of. Well, no, Dragonfires appeared Interest. in different cultures, and so it showed up in uh, Incan, right. question mark, oh, so culture. so they already lost and theirs, and they're like, oh, well. Right. Yeah, and this year, out. Okay. Uh, the Incans also figured out how to uh, meld people into animals and I or uh, vehicles. Yeah, so here's the deal. Cobra Commander has figured out, not only can we use it for literally anything we need to uh, plot-wise, yep. now we're going to take a python animal and mm. we're going to imbue its essence mm-hmm. into yeah. machinery. Yeah. And I hate this. I hate it that they can do this. Because then the python goes away. Yeah. And does it go away or does it like it stays in my or heart. does it like split up eventually like the monkeys devolved and like the... I mean for right now it's gone and that python if it if it separates from that plane is gonna be like real confused uh I just want to see in you know like the 12th century the Incans like fusing a python to like a wagon yeah and just being like a a badass python wagon well I'd do it to like my fork or something. Oh so, like, yeah, I'd be Fucking eating spaghetti with python a python fork. fork. Mm. Oh, okay. It'd be like entwining the spaghetti while yeah. the spaghetti's entwining it. Yeah, and, like, I'll be honest, oh, that would yeah. creep me out. I don't <laughs> think I could eat that. I would just. I mean, I guess I would just. Yeah. Do it. Well, you get creeped out by snuggling with men yes. and spaghetti and uh, it's python not just, spaghetti. Gina, it's not just men I get creeped out by snuggling with. Let me start there. <laughs> I think I think you misunderstood me completely. I bet you. I bet you know how they figure this out. They melded a hummingbird under their toothbrushes. Oh, and they're like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. This is awesome. Also, I want to see what happens when they meld a, a python with Ray's California king bed. Oh my gosh. Oh. Are you going to sleep in that? No, oh, because that thing be will so slowly comfy. wrap around me and <laughs> yeah. murder me. Oh, it would be just like a like those 
those uh, mattresses, fancy mattresses. Those mattresses, yes, that's yeah. what's on a bed, Chad. <laughs> the Tempur-Pedics. Oh, that's or, yeah, uh, that's what we have. We got oh, one of those yeah. online Tempur-Pedic. Yeah, deals. maybe it's part Python. Wait, you checked. can? Is it kind of you can adjust like the no. sleep number? No, it's just it's memory foam, is what it is. Oh, doesn't that not spring back when you're banging? I read some reviews about Bonin. Well, what was weird is we went out of town for a week on uh, for Christmas, and we came back, <laughs> and the bed was like it had like reformed into its original thing, so it was like super hard, oh. and so we had to like break it back in again when we got back. So. Yeah, I read some By reviews. Bonin. I read By some banging, reviews. You guys, next time, next but not time, snuggling. I'll make sure I, I jump on your bed when you're gone. So I can't believe you didn't. Well, there is a there is a ceiling fan in there <laughs> that could have ended. Yeah, really I'm not that tall. I'm not that tall. <laughs> That's also true. But I did read some reviews of like uh, those Tempur Pedic uh, memory foam mattresses and people were like heads up if you're used to having sex on a normal mattress no this is this takes a while to get used to uh here's the deal i wouldn't know (laughs) (laughs) Um, either either way um guys so let's talk about this uh copperhead finds cobra commander is complaining about lack of clothing because he's still wearing the level one skyrim outfit at this point and Copperhead finds basically a trash bag in the back of his water moccasin with, with as Chan said before, what looks like T-shirts and like an old like uh, uh, a vinyl something. Yeah, this is what we've been talking about, by the way. Every episode we're like, oh, they couldn't go to a gas station and get an I Love Corgis t-shirt. I thought this was going to be an I Love Corgis t-shirt. Well, that's just it. He hands him a rumpled Here's the thing. pile of in, clothing. Um, in the Amazon jungle, they didn't have... Uh, uh, like gas stations, okay, because they didn't have internal combustion engines. What they did is they just took. You but know, where do they get their? They, they, uh, they took like a wheelbarrow and then just imbued it with the power of like yeah. a jackal, and then it was like vroom vroom. But where do they get their slurpees and nachos? Uh, well, they would imbue like Amazon River water uh-huh, uh-huh. with like a mango, I guess, okay, and okay. like a ice. Yeah, and, I'm on board. To make, like a yeah, uh, I'm on board. Blue raspberry. So more importantly, though, where would they buy their truck nuts? <laughs> uh, well, they would imbue some coconuts with the spirit of like a water buffalo's oh, nut okay. testicles, and just like. <laughs> And then they this would hang them off their, their off their wagon, off their, their python, python wagon. wagon. Yeah. yeah. Now this all holds up, <laughs> um, guys. I'm really upset about the fact that Copperhead hands uh, Cobra Commander a pile of tattered, clearly cloth materials. <laughs> mm-hmm. He puts them on, and it's a full suit of power armor. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Much like I'm upset that Destro's mouth is clearly a mouth and not a mask. Yes. Um, I will say that I feel like there was he gets into the ray. Somehow, and I was like, Ray, oh, did they? How? Why oh, would you let that yeah. happen? Look, I was drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I was making bad choices back then. <laughs> we started out sleeping head to foot, and then eventually, you want to know why Cobra I Commander was anymore. cuddling me. Yeah. <laughs> to be uh, fair, I would let Cobra Commander cuddle me. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, you are the big spoon. <laughs> uh, I think he got into the machine with the uh, costume. And then maybe that's what turned it into. Hell thing. no. But he didn't, though. I don't even know. I Okay, so here's the deal. He says, Copperhead, you brought me this outfit and then magically turned it into power armor. That's wizardry. You get to be my first uh, Python Patrol commanding officer. And then he puts them, He puts Copperhead in the machine, imbues him with the power of the Python, and he becomes like a badass soldier, I guess. Sure. But then later on, he does the same thing to Serpentor, and he just turns into an animal. Well, yeah, because he... All uh, of this is so confusing. Because he <laughs> mixed him with an iguana, which an is... An iguana. Yeah. Not a warrior animal. No, very lazy creature. Yeah. 
well, how about this? Ali Viper now starts whining about how because uh, he wanted to, he was Serpentor's like number one on this team, and mm-hmm. Cobra Commander's like, oh, are you a fan of Serpe- is Serpentor? A fan of yours? Congratulations, you've been demoted. And this is like the new boss comes in and then takes the people who were loyal to the old boss and demotes them while yep. promoting people who kisses his ass. This is every office I've ever worked in in my entire life. Yeah, I mean, Cobra is everything. Yeah, this is what this is. Yeah, every politician that's ever, every boss at American Eagle. Every comedy theater in Los Angeles, <laughs> for example. Just saying. Uh, two, like, back-to-back. Is that from Low Light doing stuff? I think um, so. There's a scene, there's a really short scene in here where the G.I. Joes need to exfiltrate the area, and so they put these, like, Harness things on that have hooks at the top, and then air, and then drones or something or, or, or low flying aircraft come That's by was, and they yeah. they hook into them and then yeah, just fly them away, oh, yeah. uh-huh. which is which is weird and it's a very virtually unnecessary scene. I, I, I don't these weren't even toys that they were trying to sell them. I feel like it was an actual military thing that is similar to this. Yeah, how like uh yeah people can get like picked up um real quick like that because i seem to remember as a kid like thinking oh that's cool as hell yeah. so it would make sense that it would show up here and be uh, because uh a 10 year old me would have been like, oh that's cool as hell yeah i mean it kind of memories of a uh, metal gear solid 5 where uh if, if he wanted to a solid snake wanted to abduct the military guys on the base he knocked them unconscious and take like a carabiner and then hook it onto their belts and then there'd be a giant weather balloon that would zip them up in the air and they just fly to his base magically <laughs> and that's kind of what I thought of here is I just saw like all of them just went whoop ha yeah. uh, <clears throat> can we just talk about for a second how low light is gonna kill so many people oh dude yes. like like when he is like stalking them I feel like this is gonna end with like he has he has scoop or someone cornered like he he finally corners Cobra Commander and Cobra Commander's like minions to me and then he's like oh are you calling for your minions and then he just like throws like ninety human teeth <laughs> at his feet and he's like you're gonna be calling for a long time and he's just like slaughtered all of them and taken a souvenir from each one well, yeah. I, well we haven't gotten to that point yet but I do think it's crazy that when it comes down to it uh, uh, Cobra Commander is just like. Uh, hey, Night Viper, which is low light in disguise. Yeah. And he's just like, I need help killing Serpentor. If you do it, I'll give you a big reward. And he just sort of just looks at him deadpan. He's just like, I'm going to do it for fun. Yeah. Oh, shit. He's back. The meds have fully worn Yeah, I love it. I love Um, it. But before we get there, we have a very important scene here that made no sense character-wise at all. Destro has now reached out to Cobra Commander. Wait a minute. Hold on. We need white guy skin first. What? Underneath that, like we talked armor, about let's, it. Let's talk about it. Underneath that power armor, that is white guy skin. He's that is not dude. snake person skin. That is Correct. not at all what you have seen up to this point. And it is such a weird mistake or whatever or choice. Well, I mean, it's not know, a mistake. It's a choice. Yeah, going forward, I think that's the way it always is. So yeah. It's weird. Maybe it when weird. he turned those apes into it, he got more simian uh, 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 ape DNA, which turned him into a white dude. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Uh, Unforeseen up to that point. Yeah, <laughs> we are skipping over the part where Low Light beats crap out of dude, takes his stuff. No, we're not even there. Uh, yet. No, you know we are. We, we're not though no, because we have an entire scene here where uh, a Baroness. No, tells- that's after Low Light. Yes, <clears throat> I know because I take these things in real time. Yeah, and uh, my note here is that he puts on the uniform 
and he's still wearing his hat and goggles. Okay, excuse me, yes, that he, is correct. Because that was when I wrote, he's going to yes. kill so many people. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't do all the murdering yet. That's yeah. what I was talking about. Yeah, excuse yeah. Me. No, yeah, yeah. once he once he has his plan in place and he puts on, that's when I was like, oh yeah. shit, and, he's and in disguise. For the record, any other member of GI Joe, we believe he just knocks that night viper unconscious. Low light straight up broke his neck, right? Yeah, like, that's yeah. Assumed. I okay. mean, we look at him and he's like tied up and wriggling, but I think what he did was he stabbed him in the kidney oh, so that geez. he slowly bleeds out. Yeah. It, it, it ends in death. That's yeah. all I know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, but I think he wants to extend it. I could have made it quick. I decided instead to make you suffer. Yeah, he Jesus. did. Jesus. Low light. <laughs> guy's dark. I feel like low light is balding. Oh. <gasps> no. Lex Luthor syndrome. Uh, no. I oh. like He's still got like the halo of hair. Because, like I said, the horseshoe? he has he has that freaking huge ass hat on, and then he puts the cobra helmet on on top of it. Oh. He does not take that hat oh. off yeah. because oh. when he takes the helmet off, his hat's still on. Well, he doesn't yeah. have oh. a giant afro under there. No, no, it's like guys in profile pictures that you can tell yeah. are bald under their baseball caps. Like, in why baby- are you looking at me when you say that, Gina? <laughs> I've, like, I have not like, broken eye contact with him this entire time. Like in right. dating apps, you can o- you can like tell. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, it'll be like, oh, they're wearing a hat in every. Oh, right. I just like wearing hats, guys. <laughs> I, uh, I just I wear these at home too. Yeah, yeah. As long as you never take it off. Yeah. Then it's, it's just then it's, it's my thing, guys. I'm like Steven Spielberg under here. <laughs> <laughs> Someday you're gonna take your hat off, and your daughters will be like, "What's happening?" <laughs> no. Well, I don't. Know, I told you guys like there was a thing where I had to, I had my beard like fully grown out and everything, right? And then my hair was like much uh, bigger. And we put her down for a nap, and I went out to go get a haircut. So I, in the time when she was asleep, I got my hair like shorn mostly down, and then I went and I shaved down most of my beard. Yeah. And then I was the first person she saw when I went to go get her out of the crib, and she sat. And she looked at me and she gave me a look just like, I know I know you. Uh-huh, you are uh-huh. so familiar, but I'm just not quite placing it. I mean, little, all little kids go through a phase where they do not like beards. Well, my kid has never gone through that. No, like like seriously, my she niece and nephew my, like knew my knew my dad, knew him like uh, throughout like beard. And then all of a sudden in every single one of them, it flipped. And then they didn't want to see Santa, any guy with a beard they were threatened by. By the way, wow. that 10 year thing. For the two of you is some of the most striking <laughs> that I have ever seen. Oh, the ten year Facebook profile picture. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like I barely kn- and Chan. I've known you a long time. Like, Not long I, enough. Well, because because uh, I feel like we were probably in Billy Merritt's like level five class in yeah. two thousand. That picture would have been taken uh, level two or three. Really? I think I knew Chan when that picture was taken, or at least very soon after, because that was around the time when you were doing uh, the Second City Top Story Weekly. uh, But I started UCB in 2007. Okay. So I feel like I knew. Yeah, we would have been around, but I don't think we actually uh, met until. uh, Because I feel like I've got at least one pool party picture of you in your leather jacket. Uh, Yeah, the leather jacket was after that. Huh. Because I got the scooter. I didn't. Uh, that was before I got my uh, uh, scooter. Oh, okay. I was right. talking about. I look exactly the same as I did. Yeah. In 2008. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> uh, that was like what four lives ago. It looked like your younger brother or something, <laughs> right? I honestly, when I came across that picture to do the challenge, um, and maybe we should put these up on the Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. Just knowing it's half the podcast. Um, 
I literally took it took a sec to like be like, oh, that is me. Yeah, let's put <laughs> let's put all three of ours okay. on on the the knowings have the Facebook. You page. just want to show off your picture from ten you, years you ago. You look exactly the same, Gina. You were the one that was just like, well, yeah, that's also no, Gina. No, listen, yeah, yeah, but listen, <laughs> this is this is all leading up to like, I feel like a year from now. I will shrivel up into a raisin. It's, it's like I've managed to like extend it, but at some point, it's all gonna hit me all at once. Mm-hmm. That's fair. <laughs> well, what does your mom look like? Did she like age slowly, or was it just like a flip a switch? Uh, different situation because she had kids, which always horribly, horribly ages. Wow! Wow! Tell me about I am. Yeah. I am not going to let my wife listen to this episode. <laughs> uh, uh, it, it just like changes. Yeah, it just like changes. So, so. Because you're good looking before the kid and then straight ago after. No, it yeah, is just, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, just very, it's just very striking. And she had two. No, it's totally cool because she <laughs> feels real comfortable about uh, the physical changes that oh, have happened does. to her after having a baby. Oh, uh, she is not at all insecure. About any of the weight or any of the, um, like I'm, the- not, I'm just saying it, it's such a strain on your body that it's like going through a traumatic experience. Like they've done studies about this that mm-hmm. say like it's it just it it ages you. Yeah, no, no, no. I definitely tell her every morning. I'm like, <laughs> you look like you've gone through a traumatic experience, babe. Uh, okay, edit this so out. So wildly edit, different. Edit from- my part out. I, 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 I'm, <laughs> I'm never gonna you. be president. I'm never gonna be president <laughs> is- now. This is all staying in, guys. <laughs> but until like until my mom had me, like her second kid, maybe like you know, like that was when. But uh, before that, yeah, she she never aged. Uh, but the uh, but then just having kids and the the stress of having two so, kids like running around. Should we go ahead and just go ahead and make the announcement now? Gina's pregnant, you guys. Yeah, yeah. Yep. With she's going octuplets. to have a child. Octuplets. <laughs> she's been messing around with those fertility drugs. <laughs> um, and, and, also and having sex with eight dudes at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of the two has got to get you and, octuplets, right? And Python DNA. She did yep. imbue herself with a python, which yeah, yeah, I think yeah. helped so, a little bit. Who knows what's going to come out of me? <laughs> I mean, it was once a man. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. I'm guessing some sort of snake wagon with truck nuts. <laughs> I mean, choo choo. You know How what? does that even happen? You're a and, wagon. You know what? I'm gonna love that snake wagon with yeah. truck nuts. <laughs> yep, yep. It's gonna age you something terribly. <laughs> um, guys, I really want to talk about this moment, and uh, uh, if we're okay to uh, move forward, yes. Uh, 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 I hate this. Baroness, I was avoiding it. I, yeah, yeah, I don't like so this upsetting. at all. Baroness it's so upsetting. And Destro and Cobra Commander, they're all like, okay, we're going to work together again. And Baroness says, Destro, I'll only do it if you dump Zorana. At which point she's yeah. eating grapes on his bed and he presses oh, the button. Oh, is that what she was and she doing? disappears. Also, was it a bed or a chaise lounge? It was like a chaise bed. It, it was, it it was like a heart-shaped like, bed from a Vegas room. It looked like one of those large windows and like a, the big old sill that you can sort of yes, sit on. It was like a yes. giant bay window with yeah. a mattress yeah. in it. Yeah, but Either also, way. like, first of all, uh, Destro has this thing that dumps whoever is on his bed sure. into what I assume um, is a pit. And I'll tell you what. You know what? This alone... Pretty funny gag. Yeah. The, like like dumping, like literal dumping. Sure. Great. Yes. Love that. You know what? If you're Everything goes about it. And you're doing a lot of banging with a lot of less than reputable people, mm. I can see the use for this. Yeah. Yeah. To keep your yeah. life together. But mm. the upsetting thing was that old, old Baroness mm-hmm. would like pretend that she was cool with it. Yeah. Like, slowly poison one of them Mm -hmm. or slowly poison both of them and then offer the antidote to only one of them in some sort of elaborate mind fuck. 
Yes. And no. this is like a 16-year-old girl. This is desperation. And I hate it. I, it's, hate I it. finally have any leverage at all, and I'm going to use it to make you break up with her, Ugh. which assumes that Why you're going to get you back. Why would you want to take me. that guy back? I know. And then later, when she runs up to him, I'm like, I'm like, please be playing some sort of long con, no. but I don't think she is. This is this is this is bad Baroness. We got good Baroness before, like, and unfortunately, uh, we got series two Baroness here. It is, and it's not it's upsetting. Good. Yeah, it's it is bad. not good. Um, I did appreciate now Serpentor calls in because he's coming into this lost city to get the Operation Dragonfire mm-hmm. and, and Cobra Commander's like, new phone, who dis? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that just made me laugh. Because, and the other thing is Serpentor's like, I know that voice. Yeah. Really, dude? <laughs> That's the voice you just well, can't see? No, he'd place? probably be like, uh, Starscream? <laughs> <laughs> but also this to me is like is like Trump in 2020. Like yes. everything that follows here, I was like, oh yes, because also like I, I, like Pres Serpentor, he is he is like he is like Donald Trump, and now, I mean, granted, Cobra Commander is what the Lindsey Graham in this situation? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess or that the holds. Mitt Romney. He's the Mitt, Mitt Romney, McConnell. I think. Yeah, <laughs> he's the John Kasich. Yeah, but this is just like a hey, hey, buddy, you've gotten a couple good years, and now I'm here to take you down. Yeah, and also, I mean, I do appreciate this like jet scene, which made no sense at all, uh, where they start opening secret com channels with yes, each other all over the place. This was what was confusing. I, before that, I just want to. Point out the just the blatant uh, product placement. Toys overhead in the Congo Z twenty five. Like you know what? If they just said like um, like uh, overhead in a Cobra Condor, that makes sense. Like yeah, we got a Rattler, we got the you know the uh, the snake, all sorts of uh, machines. You know that you the call, snake yeah, that that uh, machine. What no? The, isn't it the uh, those big uh, robot things? Where's uh, it called? S N A K. Those are the yeah the snake robots. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. That's, that hasn't been seen since the first five episodes of GI Joe. But I'm with you. Yes, that is a thing. <laughs> uh, and the the fact that it's I think it was just them adding the Z. 25 that just came out as like yes i know that you can purchase this yeah Yeah, but it was just tacky guys well i'm gonna walk you through what happens in this next scenario here and you guys tell me where maybe the flaws are so (laughs) the situation has set up serpentor they uh cobra commander wants serpentor to land he wants him to basically land the plane peacefully so he can take him out torture him and murder him in front of everybody Uh yeah great he sends scoop and copperhead uh, his two best pilots. I'm a little confused about this. He sends the two of them up to do a two-on-one dogfight because I guess that's all he could afford. He couldn't send the whole fleet. So wait, he sends well, them up specifically to take down Serpentor? To, to force Serpentor to land. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole okay, purpose okay. of their flight. At which point, Serpentor opens up a special one-on-one comm channel with Copperhead, and he says, hey, Copperhead, what's up? One-on-one channel, keep it real, I'm your emperor. And Copperhead says, here's what's up. I'll give you the plot so far so you're caught up. Serpentor says, cool, you'll be my right-hand man if you instead help me kill Scoop in the air and thus reclaim Cobra? Yeah, I did not understand why Scoop needed to die. I didn't understand why they weren't just like, cool, let's just break off and go somewhere else. Well, because they, they have two of the Python Patrol planes, and so like... If they didn't kill him, then they would have, you know. But also, you've gotten Copperhead to agree. Why not immediately open up a one-on-one with Scoop 
and be just like, hey, I'm going to make you that same offer if you can kill Copperhead, which is where I thought we were going originally. So you take the two people, one of them betrays huh. the other, and then becomes, you know what I'm saying? And then you can, and then you win regardless <laughs> of which side comes out on top. Uh, I mean, good, I, yeah, that is a good, a good point. But I think, like, clearly he he pro- he just probably doesn't know Scoop as well as he – or he doesn't trust him. I don't know. Well, correctly so. Serpentor, I mean, is good like that. He does not – so instead we have a two-on-one as Copperhead now. They're flying through the air and Copperhead and Serpentor try to kill Scoop. But um, Scoop blows up Copperhead's plane, uh, 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 thus making it a one-on-one. And then he forces Serpentor to jump out of the airplane, to eject. So uh, uh, Cobra Commander sees his chance right now. And uh, uh, abducts Serpentor and takes him back to the lair. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. And this is where Lowlight is about to wreck some shit right here because he decides to put on the Night Viper helmet. He's gone full undercover and he just shows up in the lair as well and immediately is asked to be a part of the proceedings. By the way, I feel like people need to remove more people's helmets on this show. Yes. <laughs> I feel like that would solve a lot of problems. I think anytime you meet a stranger on G.I. Joe, you should just try to yank on their face a little bit. Like, if I showed up at Chance to podcast and a man wearing, like, a bunny mask answered the door, <laughs> I would not just be like, what up, Chan? Let's <laughs> let's do this. I would be like, uh, I'm going to wait for Ray outside. <laughs> and then if Ray showed up and was wearing a horse head... And that is a thing that could happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Week, I would week. be like, you know what? I just got a little too busy for this podcast because I would assume someone murdered both of you, took over your identities, and then tried to kill me. I mean, the thing is, Cobra, uh, they're all about the masks and helmets, and like nobody goes around without one. Uh, they should so, really figure out a way to, to fix this. You know, yeah. thinking about Some it. Some sort of who, DNA check or something. There aren't many Cobras that don't wear a mask or helmet. You've got Mindbender, the Baroness, and... Yeah. yeah, it's because the Baroness, and even Mindbender has that stash. The Baroness is the only one that's like badass enough to be like, I don't need a mask. Well, she got the glasses. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which is at least an affectation. And then Mindbender's got the monocle, too, the Mr. Peanut yeah, monocle. that's true. So I'm just saying, like, uh, you're, you're right Zart- now that you mentioned Zartan? it. Oh, wait. Zartan's got the, the hair. Uh, hair uh, hood. Hair hood. <laughs> yeah. Uh, real quick. Four, three, two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That is begrudging defeat. There's a lot of just half-assed vocalizations in this episode. It does feel like as the episodes have gone on, they've been trying less and less. Like I think Copperhead's now just speaking like a normal white dude, unless I'm mistaken. I, I just feel like uh, they're they probably like put mics on just like whoever was like working in the office. And they were like, look, from now on, anytime you guys poop or do anything, you're just gonna be recorded. We're just gonna use that. We don't want to pay people. <laughs> Hey, uh, could you uh, make sure to uh, get the trash over there by that desk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guy. Nailed it. Uh, yeah, okay. So here we go. Uh, we, we decide strap Serpentor to the table. We got a python. We have a pythonizing ray. No, it's not a python. Well, there, first there's a python. Okay. And then he says, no, I'm not going to use a python. I'm going to use uh, my pet iguana. Okay, I hate this so much because... That would be like one of us taking one of our cats and letting someone make it disappear and put it into an evil person. Yeah. And then if the cat ever comes back, it remembers what it's like to be evil. 
I hate this. Which is why we would use Orange Goblin, obviously. <laughs> Chan's uh, delightfully evil cat. Oh, maybe Chan already did that with Orange oh, Goblin. Oh, this makes a Look, lot of sense. If I could Pythonize um, the Toyota with my cat, <laughs> you think I wouldn't have done that in a hot second as soon as the option was open to me? It explains why every time I see Orange Goblin, he's freaking pissed off at me. <laughs> and I didn't even do anything, but I represent what could happen. Um, okay. So now we're setting our sights to a place called Fire Mesa, which clearly is where part five is going to take place. Because they say the name of the location like 800 times in the last two minutes of the episode. Um, oh, and, and Serpentor is now an iguana, and they say it's temporary, but he's going to eat flies forever, which I thought was yeah, weird. Yeah, because then doesn't that also imply that Cobra Commander is going to eat bugs? He does eat bugs, but yeah. I think he already did that before he was a snake. Oh. So I don't think but it's also, like- they just let him sort of like waddle off. What if he changes back? Like, what if he wanders off into the middle of the woods and then changes back? Shouldn't they put him in a cage or something? I, I guess in theory, uh, writing-wise, you're removing him and he might never be seen again, which is fine. But if you ever did want to bring him back, he's also available for that now. <laughs> well, also, he could have ran away. Uh, it wasn't That's like they're just letting him go. Yeah. I, think he just, um, I don't like that they... that. I mean, the thing is, there's not just one Alley Viper. There's a, a battalion Correct. of Alley Vipers. Yeah. There's a battalion of Night Vipers, but... Counting excuse for an Alley Viper! Night Viper, I'll get you for this. Like, you can't go up to someone and say, hey, Night Viper. You gotta, like, say, hey, Ron. Like, <laughs> hey, Night Viper Ron or something. But part of but the like, idea is they're wearing the costume, so you can't even tell which one is which most of the time unless you really know them. That's a problem. That's yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, yeah, Alley Viper is presented as being part of a battalion, although in this world of G.I. Joe, apparently there's just one of them, and he just started yesterday because he got promoted from a Crimson Guardsman in episode two. The, all the other ones are working at that underground spa. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. the Antarctic Or like spa. making delicious snacks. Although something. if we follow Ali Viper's uh, personal progression now mm-hmm. through these ep- episode one, he's a c- Crimson Guardsman undercover at a um, Tibetan monastery as a monk. Episode two, promoted to Ali Viper, I guess the Ali Viper or something to that effect. Uh, episode three, he becomes um, uh, Serpentor's right-hand man uh, in this organization, and then part four, demoted all the way back to the bottom again. Such is the life of a Cobra. Yeah. One yeah. week in Cobra, guys. Yeah. I mean, um, they knew what they were signing up for. So that... <laughs> we're setting up a little bit more drama for reasons I can't fathom. Scoop now tells Copperhead, hey, Copperhead, I'm not going to tell anybody about how you were going to double tra- uh, double cross Cobra Commander Force or Pentor before I crashed you. So now you owe me one, big guy. Yeah, I don't... I. I feel like this is going to end unsatisfactorily. Oh, I have a strong feeling uh, that is the case. Like it'll, yeah, it'll be some sort of situation where it's like you, you know, you gotta let me go and blow this thing up. And it's like, all right, I guess I owe you one, and it will make no sense. No, uh, Chan, can I get a sound bite? It's tw- oh. it's twenty minutes in. God, Gina, you're usually way checked out at this point. No, no, <laughs> no, no, because the most infuriating thing is about to happen, and I tuned back in. As the final dragon firefight is in GI Joe's home territory, I was hoping you could give us the inside information we need. The inside information. You are talking to a person named Scoop. If ever there was an opportunity for a pun, it is now. Oh. I was hoping you could give us the inside. Scoop. Okay. 
And Clever. I was so furious because he says, <laughs> I, I was hoping you could give us the insight. And I was like, oh, here it comes. Information. And not only that, scoop I is an S word. Cobra Commander could have played with it all day long. The inside scoop. What is wrong with you? Because he doesn't <laughs> want to uh, be buddy buddy with him. He doesn't no. want to chat with him. No, I feel him. like this is the writers talking in the writers room, being like, "Oh, you know, like uh, what's it, what's it called? You know, like he wants he wants to get uh, oh the dirt, uh, the skinny, he wants to get the yeah, yeah, but like not not that, not that, uh, uh, like inside, inside, uh, inside the juice. Oh, oh, I know information, information. That's perfect. Mm. Uh, yeah, Taco yeah. trucks here. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, "What is wrong with you? Did this yeah. ever occur to you? Because either you say it." Or you don't say it, but you do a winking nod to it. And they did neither. No. I, I think we're, Gina, here's the deal. In series two, just get used to that. No, I hate yeah. it. It's such yeah. an easy connection um, to make. Yep. It's it's all about laziness here at the uh, years. And, uh, and also, this was right after the Baroness ran up to and hugged Destro. And a big uh, romantic. I wanted to throw uh, my moment. computer. Uh, my into notes the trash just can. have in all caps. Boo! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, final scene of the episode is uh, Alley Viper, Night Viper have a fight, which is actually low light. Is the Night Viper. Um, and Alley Viper kicks him out of the aircraft, and then he's like, hey, I'm, I'm feeling good. I kicked you out when we were still on the ground. Didn't do yeah. it a thousand miles in the air. So I have a theory about how this entire uh, Deke series is going to end. With and us killing ourselves? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, you know, no matter what we're watching, that's how we're, I mean, that we're all going to end anyway. Correct. Uh, uh, but... It will end with with like all all the everything has been returned to to normal. Cobra Commander is in command, you know. Uh, uh, Serpentor is gone. Baroness and Destro are back together, and uh, a little wormhole is going to open up. Okay. And the uh, Joes and Cobras from the first GI Joe are like going it. to come through. Okay. And since they're much more badass, they are. they're just going to slaughter ev- all of them. Just, it ends in just a massacre. Like, Baroness is going to be like, like we, I've, I've had a window into your world, and I saw how, what a terrible Baroness you are. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to make Destro watch, and then I'm going to feed him parts of your fingers. And then I'm going to feed him to that octopus monster he has at the family home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seriously, yeah. I think that that's how it's going to end. It's going to be like, um, uh, uh, what was that show that ended with uh, Suzanne Plachette and uh, Newhart? Newhart. Okay, okay. Because there was the Bob Newhart show, and there was Newhart. Right. And when Newhart ended, he woke up from a dream, and you realize he was still in the in Bob Newhart show. Newhart. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's going to be like that. Only everyone's going to die. Uh, here's the deal. I can't express how much I want that to happen. <laughs> I just prepare yourself for a letdown. I don't actually know how series two G.I. Joe ends because by the time this came out, I think I watched a couple episodes of it and was like, oh, no. Well, I oh, just this told is you. not for me. I just told you how it's going. So to maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that is how it's, it's going to be. Out. It's going to be one of them is going to say everything is back to normal. And then a, and then a wormhole is going to open. And it's just going to be like the darkest timeline episode on Community. Man. I mean, here's the deal. If we're lucky, they'll all put on their finest suits. Yeah. And, you know, straighten their ties. Uh uh Every member of G.I. Joe and Cobra will then look in the mirror in the same night. (laughs) I mean, like, Shipwreck's going to come through and he's going to be like, I'm not even in this. Nope. No, the the 90s G.I. Joe could not handle Shipwreck. (laughs) You say that right now. But how great would that, that be as an ending? It'd be amazing. 
you realize this is just a slightly different dimension. Yeah. I'm on board. Or like that episode where they go to the alternate dimension and Cobra took over. Like yeah. G.I. Joe's yeah. come into the from the alternate dimension and just, just wail on every real low light shows up yeah. and just punishers everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is how it's gonna end. Oh god. Uh oh. Are you reading the uh, description of the last episode and this is exactly it? Uh Sorry. I okay okay. Here, here's the thing. I, I I went to go look uh look up the episodes and whatnot like that. Uh, yeah. first off all of the episodes from for season one of the Deke uh, years are directed by this by Jim Duffy and Chuck Patton. Okay. Like that's the only director are these okay, two men. Okay. You don't want to pay uh, more than one person, which sounds two to people. me like they just like crammed them all together. Yeah, and just like uh, cranked them out. John uh, Grissom is season two's director. Okay. And that's, that's right, guys. It. Multiple seasons. Uh, okay. okay. We have 44 episodes of this garbage. Yeah, but it's all uh, leading up to the best ending. Episode, the penultimate episode, mm-hmm. episode 43, is a recap episode detailing F- events of season one and season two and the life of a G.I. Joe is hosted by Hawk. Episode 44... There's a recap episode detailing Metalhead's time in the Deke series. And then it just ends? That is, those are the last two episodes. Oh, no. I look, I look forward to that, shows guys. You know what? They're, cartoon. Just, they're just trying to throw us off. Yeah, that's obviously somebody written it. It was fake because yeah. they didn't want us to know about the yeah, massacre. Yeah, they didn't want to know how mm-hmm. awesome it was going to be when that wormhole oh my opens God. up. The idea that it ends with back-to-back clip shows is maybe the most Deke thing we've ever done in the history of this show. <laughs> I am telling you, I now want to write a G.I. Joe, just one season. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. then have it end with a, a wormhole <laughs> opening and the 80s versions of these guys coming in. Uh, could I say, uh, could I offer a tweak? Yes. Uh, you Because the season of G.I. Joe you're going to write uh, is going to be the most badass season ever. Thank you. So I say a wormhole opens up and these G.I. Joes come into it and then they get massacred by your G.I. Joes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, is yeah. Is that better? Yes, you yeah. Know. I think yeah. you should just continue it on from just right after the end of that last <laughs> recap series and then everybody just go like uh yeah i don't remember what happened for the last two years i think there was a gas leak in the base <laughs> and we just carbon uh, monoxide guys it's, it's real yeah so everything's a blur we pretend nothing happened oh. then. also with the like with the voice talent that they have out there today i feel like we could get people that sound exactly like they did in the 80s cartoon i guarantee it oh yeah we could probably get most of the actress of the 80s cartoon to be fair Maybe. I mean, they're all around. Maybe. They all go to Comic Cons. Sure, yeah. It's a thing. Let's do it. Anyway, guys, that's the end of day four of Operation Dragonfire. Guys, the best episode yet. Am I right? Only 40 more days to go. (sighs) (sighs) Well, guys, I mean, at this pace... By the end of the year, around Christmas time, we should be done with Series 2 G.I. Joe. Just in time for 2020 to hit us square in the face. Yeah. That's a, that's a thing. And then and then we start the next one. And I'm going to be holding out hope that one of them ends with my idea. Um, to be fair, G.I. <laughs> Joe Resolute very well could because enough Joes and Cobras get whacked in that real hard. And then we get to watch the live action movies. We're going to do that. We still got a lot of life to live, guys. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> and by living, you mean watching things that are 30 years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So until then, I got some contact information. Uh, uh, you can always hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. Go to our Patreon where you can join up, uh, patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast. For five bucks a month or whatever, you can get access to our super secret vault, which has tons of uh, uh, bonus episodes and and interviews and choose your own adventure G.I. Joe books and all these other things that you maybe would want to would want to check out. And you know what? If we get five new Patreon people, we'll start doing the uh, Know Your Joes again. Is that how we're going to do it? We have oh. five more Patreon people. When we get yep. our fifth Patreon new person, yep. we'll start doing Know Your Joes for Patreon. Yep. I love that idea, Chan. I'm excited to be a part of it. Boom. Uh, you can also hit us up on, uh, uh, oh, give us a five-star review on iTunes if you Ooh, haven't already. Oh, we haven't said that in a while. Yeah, have you um, checked our reviews I have. Uh, we, we haven't gotten anything in the very, very recent uh, okay, past. Okay. But we've got actually a fair number of reviews, and I'd like a few more. So okay. if you give us five more iTunes reviews. Oh, uh, Chan um, will dress Egon up wait, like what? Dr. Mindbender. Chan will dress you? his baby Egon I, up like Dr. Mindbender. We never got you as Dr. Pictures. Mindbender, and now it's been passed Who on. Who is going to make that costume? He's not going to have to shave his head, you, Chan. It's really easy to get a baby-sized lab jacket. Thank you. A you baby get, monocle. You get those markers and draw on a monocle and oh. a mustache. This is what it's really leading to. Gina just likes drawing on babies. I mean, it is the funnest. <laughs> Dr. Mindbender... Here. I guarantee you there is a baby Dr. Mindbender online somewhere. I guarantee it. Baby Dr. Mind. While you look that up, I'll go ahead and plug our Twitter account. So you can go at G.I. Joe Podcast and follow us on Twitter. We have lots of exchanges back and forth talking about the episodes, talking about the back episodes we've been putting up because we also have a YouTube channel and we're putting all of the season two episodes back on the main feed. So you see that early in the week, we'll put the main episode, the old episodes on and then on Fridays, we'll put up the new episodes. I don't think that's confusing, you guys. I mean, it's it's, it's a little confusing. It's slightly less confusing than what was going on in that air fight with Copperhead and Serpentor. And you know what? And I couldn't follow either. Yeah, so that's a bad sign. Please just watch your feed and make sure that uh, your uh, player doesn't automatically unsubscribe us because all sorts of weird shit showing up. In that there. is correct. Oh. Uh, or you can hit up at Prez Serpentor with a Z in an alternate 2016 Serpentor the Cobra Emperor pre iguana turning. <laughs> Was became president of the United States of America, and wouldn't you know it, his current uh, uh, present very closely mirrors our own. Is he? Uh, has he been serving up a bunch of hamburgers? He to weirdly enough did. And did he um, pay for those hamburgers himself? Well, I mean, he had to pay for it himself, so there was only going to be McDonald's at the uh, at the meeting. I think so. it was Bur- Burger King. It was all of them. It was Wendy's, McDonald's, was Burger it really? King. It was a smattering of all the fast food. He's classy. That's classy. I mean, that's that's fucking classy. I mean, even though he probably had ordered them three hours before and they were gross and cold and rubbery. Oh, this was straight up DoorDash. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Take it to where? What the fuck? <laughs> Uh, um, and that's happening. Chan, uh, before we go, did we find a picture of a baby as Dr. Mindbender? No. That's I, not I, a thing. It's totally going to be a thing. And here's the deal. Then you can be the first. Yeah. Ah. So easy. Little baby lab coat. Marker Dr. Mustache. Mindbender doesn't wear a lab coat. What the hell does he wear? He wears, well, first off, nothing. He wears suspenders and a cape. Suspenders? I don't think it's suspenders. It's metal suspenders. As Gina looks on. Oh. Yeah. Well. Nobody's makes that. Yeah. Jen, yeah. Do you need, do you need you to plug that it. computer back in right there? I just don't want to. 
Anyway, guys, uh, you can hit me up individually on Twitter. I am at Almighty Ray. At 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. And it's late, and we're getting slap happy, so I'm just <laughs> going to get us out of here. Uh, but before we go, Gina, I've got you locked into a one-on-one uh, channel right now. Chan cannot hear us. Okay. If you kill Chan right now, uh-huh. I will make you the number the number left, left-hand person on this podcast. Uh, then I would be getting demoted from the number one person on this podcast. Gina, I'm sorry I made this offer. I'm going to go ahead and eject myself. <laughs> Speaking of which, good night. find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between Goku and Superman? Hi, I'm James Gavsey, and on the Who Would Win show, me and my co-host Ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world and debate fictional battles between characters from comics, movies, and video games. We got a new show every week, and almost always, am I the winner? (laughs) Yeah, not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as Captain America versus Darth Vader, Solid Snake versus the Iron Giant, classic matchups like RoboCop versus Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts, or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com.